Welcome to Divorce Dialogues. I'm Katherine Miller. Divorce Dialogues brings expert guests to the airways to talk through your divorce questions and fill in the gray areas about separating. From thinking about divorce, to how to behave during divorce, to what to do after, this is Divorce Dialogues. Welcome to Dialogue on Divorce. I'm Katherine Miller. I'm the founder of the Miller Law Group and director at the Center for Understanding in Conflict, and I am on a mission to change how people divorce. And my guest today is Sonia Kuralt. Uh, Sonia is the founder of Divorceify, and she's also a divorce litigator, divorce coach, and a divorce survivor. Now she dedicates her career to helping people go through divorce and focus on building their future. Welcome, Sonia. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Catherine. It's a pleasure to be here today. So what is Divorceify? Sure. So Divorceify, it was really a project that came out of really trying to approach divorce in a more holistic way. What we currently do is we have unique technology that matches people in all parts of the divorce process. So whether you're thinking about divorce, you're in the middle of divorce and you're unhappy with how it's going or you're post-divorce but still dealing with some cleanup issues, what we do is we match people with vetted professionals, we match them with vetted resources and provide them with a customized guide on how to best approach their divorce and their current situation. So is it a website that people go to and they answer a bunch of questions and through the algorithm, it gives them some guidance? Is that how it works? That is correct. Right now, it is through a website platform. The idea being that divorce, as we all know who have gone through it, it is such an emotional tornado and we really, we really want people to feel like they have some sort of handle on something. So we believe at Divorceify that we should be approaching divorce with a team of professionals. And what I mean by that is your lawyer should not be your therapist. Your therapist should not be your financial advisor. We need to help people utilize the right professionals for the right reasons. So that's one part of it. And the other part is, even though Google is a fantastic, thing, it is very overwhelming for people going through a divorce to go on Google and start Googling what they think they need and looking through all of these resources, what's correct, what's not correct, what applies to me, what doesn't. We take out that guessing game based on the answers to the questions that somebody responds to on our website. We then provide you with a list of resources that may help guide you in that moment. So we really just want to take the guessing game out of it for people. You know, it's really interesting what you're talking about, because I think when people are certainly at the beginning, and one of the things that you talked about, and, and maybe we could talk about what this is, but you talked about a number of different stages that people find themselves at at various times with regard to divorce. Other things too, but this in particular, right? And so it goes right. from thinking about it, maybe dreaming about it, fearing right. it, right, to sort of go, going, choosing professionals, going through it, and then all the way through to the sort of post-divorce place now living it. 
right? Right. And what does that look like? And where are people on that scale? But I think a lot of people on the early side of it, you know, thinking about it, wondering about it, just starting to deal with it, there's a lot of fear there, isn't there? Absolutely. There's a lot of fear. One of the big things that I tell my clients, and I had to tell myself when I was going through it, is there really comes a moment where you have to, there's shame associated with divorce, and there shouldn't be. I think one of the wonderful things that I think that you're doing and we very much connect on is this reframing the conversation surrounding divorce. There should be no shame. Divorce is the end of a chapter, and it gives you the ability to start a new chapter, and it does get better. But you really have to own those feelings and also the fear, the overwhelmingness. At Divorceify, we really want to try and minimize that a bit. We can't make it go away. That's unrealistic. If we if we could with a magic wand, we would. But we want to try and minimize it, really have the person feel that they have some sort of control over a situation that just feels so out of control when you're in it. Well, I think, Sonia Carroll from Divorceify, that one of the things that people fear is what they don't know. Right. And there's a lot of people, and I think this is related to this shame issue, but there are a lot of people who are in your corner as somebody, you know, thinking about or facing divorce, who think they're helping when they say, well, don't let this happen. Make sure you get that. And the anxiety that comes up from that Greek chorus of people really gets in the way of really knowing what you do want and what is best for you. Does does that make sense to you? Absolutely. I agree. I agree completely. And it, scary because I very much understand that feeling of trusting, you know, your best friend who's also gone through a divorce and and listening to what people say and do. But the problem with that is exactly what you just said. It just increases anxiety and fear because every divorce is different. There is not a one-size-fits-all approach to divorce. So what may have worked for the person that you're trusting talking about your divorce with in their situation may not be what works for you in yours. So it does. It absolutely has this effect of almost bringing to the surface all of these fears, anxieties. If it, you know, if my divorce doesn't go exactly how their divorce went. This isn't good for me. So there's really a sense with Divorceify and just with my work that I do on a one-on-one basis with clients to really understand their situation, their family's needs, what their pain points are, their non-negotiables, and work from there because every divorce is truly unique. So how did you, Sonia, get to this place where you decided that Divorceify was something that you should do. Tell us a little bit about your story. Sure. So I was a divorce litigator and I was in court. Most of my divorce clients were sort of middle class to upper class clients. So, and the divorces really ranged from high conflict to somewhat amicable. And what I realized right away was that there were a lot of different approaches to divorce and that many people were trying to fit themselves within a mold, a process 
that didn't quite fit for them. And they didn't understand until they were so deep in the process that they had wasted a lot of time, money, and increased their stress tremendously and the negative effect that it had on their children. While I was doing this, I also, in my own marriage, was self-destructing. It had been self-destructing for years. I had thrown myself into work and tried to ignore it because I thought, you know, if uh, what I don't pay attention to will just kind of go away, and that does not ever work. So finally, one day, I woke up. I had felt was a very low point in my marriage at the time, and I sort of thought, If this is as good as it gets for me, this isn't good enough, and I have to do something. And that day, I walked into the law firm that I was practicing at, and I quit my job on a Wednesday. I launched Divorceify on Friday, and I dedicated the next very long time to rebuilding myself and helping others through the divorce process to not go through what I had gone through. So... That was a very brave thing to do. <laughs> I still can't believe it. Those times I can't. But, you know, it's funny. Life has a funny way. You don't realize how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. And if you don't fight for your happiness, and I say this to all of my clients because I've been, and it's not easy. The journey, Catherine, is not easy. And I know that you know as well. It's It's hard work, and there are days that, very bleak, but if I didn't fight for my own happiness, nobody else was going to, and I knew that, and I was at a very desperate point where I had to take control of my life, of my healing process, and at the same time, Divorceify had been brewing in my mind for years. And I was dedicating a lot of time to it after I got home from my job at the firm and litigating. I was dedicating a lot of time to just building out the concepts and the business model. And so when I finally reached the point where I thought, I have nothing to lose. Everything in my life that I thought was going to be one way has changed in the drop of a hat. Now is my opportunity. Now I really go chase sort of my dreams and my passion to really help people get through this traumatic process in a better way. I'm Catherine Miller. You're listening to Dialogue on Divorce. We're here on WVOX 1460 AM every other Wednesday from 5 to 530. Or perhaps you're also listening or you're listening instead on the podcast, which is available on our website, www.westchesterfamilylaw, as well as on the podcast website, divorcedialogues.com. And I'm talking today with Sonia Peralt. She is the founder of Divorceify, which is an online platform which helps people connect with, get divorce recommendations and connect with professionals. And we're talking about uh, Sonia's own story and how she came to found Divorceify. And one of the things that I'm thinking, Sonia Carl, as I listen to your story, is that I can imagine that there are listeners thinking, well, that's great for Sonia, but I can't do something that radical. I can't just change my life in two days, you know, after waking up and deciding it's not good. What are some steps along the way that people can use who might want to take a similar path, but maybe think they need a little bit more time? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that so there are a few things. The first step that's really important is sort of owning your truth about your situation and creating a safe, 
support space. And what I mean by that is whether it's your best friend, whoever it is, family members, to really create a space around you filled with love, acceptance, and support, and take out anyone who is not providing you with any of that. It's important for somebody to have a support system where they can turn to any time of the day when those waves of emotions, anger, sadness hit, and you don't want to be alone, that somebody is just a phone call away. So it's really important, in my opinion, for people to set themselves up with a safe space. I think the second part is to really think of, it's very hard when you're in the middle of the divorce to think what you're going to do in five minutes, let alone what your future looks like. And I think that that's too big. I I didn't know what my future looks like, and I didn't know if I would be successful or not, but I did know that I wanted a change. And I was willing to do whatever it took to implement those baby steps. So I think to really think of the next phase as baby steps, what can you do by the end of this week that will perhaps give you either peace of mind, will make you feel that you took a baby step forward, whatever that is for that person, to really do that and write it down, almost like a vision board, but on a very small scale. That is too big. It feels too overwhelming. But to really do those little things. And I think one of the third things is to be kind to yourself. Let yourself mourn. Let yourself feel the waves of emotions that are going to knock you down on the floor because they're real. You need to feel them in order to process them. And it's okay. I think we as a society try and be very tough, women especially, because we're moms, where we just have so many roles that we play on a daily basis. And to allow yourself to feel, to mourn, and to just get through those phases of emotions, I think that's really important. You don't have to be tough. This is a very, divorce is hard, and it sucks. And there's no way around it. And it's life-changing. And those are big concepts and those are big things to really wrap one's head around. And I think that you really need to just take it day by day, baby steps. It doesn't have to be a huge leap. It's the little things that you can do every day that just settle your soul just a little bit. Because it's going to be painful, but it does get better. You know, it's really interesting as I'm listening to what you're talking about now, Sonia Carlton, and thinking about something you said before. Something yeah. you said before was you said, you know, people are thinking about what they think they need. And I think that in the beginning, at least, one of the things that people try to do is get it over with as fast as possible because it is painful. And that really goes against sort of what you're saying right now, which is take it one step at a time, right? Uh, Correct. Because I think that you're right when you say what people think they need at the beginning of the divorce process is usually not what they really do need. What do you think right. about that? I absolutely agree. And I think that there is, there's this sense of urgency. Once you've said, okay, divorce is the process that I'm taking. I'm going to take the first step. There's a sense of urgency of make this go away right away. And you can't do that. 
one of the best pieces of advice that I got in my own divorce, and here I was, a litigator, so I was doing this every day. People sort of looked at me and said, you know how to do this. This is easy. You know, you do it every day. And I thought, right, but this is my life. This is my hopes and dreams are over. This is so real to me. One of the best pieces of advice was don't make any big decisions under this emotional stress. And at first, I didn't understand why. Looking back, I completely understand. And it's based on exactly what you just said. What you think you need in the beginning is not what you need and may need in the middle or at the end. And you don't want to make any brash decisions that affect you, your children, your family, and perhaps start you off on the wrong path to divorce. Whether it be that you start off in mediation, you should be litigating, or you're litigating, you should be mediating, or any of the above. But you really want to take the time to process, to sort of settle down, and really understand, okay, what do I want at the end? Where do I want to see myself? What are my non-negotiables? What are the things I can't live without and I'm willing to compromise on? All of those things and really understanding your situation, all of those things will help the divorce process go smoother. You will also feel more in control. It won't feel that somebody else is sort of leading the way and that you're just going through this process and things are happening and you're not understanding and suddenly decisions are made and you're looking back and saying, wait a minute, if I had a second to sit down and think, I wouldn't have done this like that. You don't want to make those decisions because they can cost you more money, more time and significant stress. And you really want to have a clear mind as clear as it can be. And so I think it is very important for people to take a second and whatever that second means for you, take a few days and process. So this is a long process. Even if it's an amicable divorce, there are still steps that have to happen before other things happen. And you want to get through it and really from day one, start on the healing process that also has to happen internally. I'm Catherine Miller. You're listening to Dialogue on Divorce here on WBOX 1460 AM every other Wednesday from 5 to 5.30 and also on the podcast website, divorcedialogues.com. And I'm speaking today with Sonia Carroll, who's the founder of Divorceify. And Sonia, perhaps you could give our listeners some contact information for you, some more information about how they can learn more about Divorceify. Absolutely. So... Um, in order to learn a little bit more about Divorceify and what we're doing, please check out our website at www.divorceify.com. I can be contacted via email at sonia at divorceify.com. My contact information is also on our website. That's great. So we talked earlier about the various phases that people are, and we've been talking a lot about people at the beginning of the phase. But imagine there's a listener who's thinking, you know what, I'm in the middle of this process of this divorce process, and this isn't going well. Is there something that Divorceify can do for that person? Absolutely. We can help you identify first and foremost, what's not going well. 
Is it the team of professionals that you built? Is it the process that you're going down? Is it the communication with your ex-spouse and those negotiations? So first we help you identify what's not going well. Based on what that looks like, we can then match you with other professionals that perhaps match sort of the style that you're seeking, your budget. We can help you identify not only what's not going well, but then match you with something that could perhaps be going better. And just education. Some people don't know that there's other ways to get divorced. Some people may not know that there are certain documents that you could start collecting so that your meetings with your professionals are more efficient. There are several sort of tips and guidelines that we can provide you with in the middle of your divorce to help you figure out whether staying on the right path, but perhaps putting in more tools is the right approach, or perhaps if you have to pivot a little bit and change the professional team or the approach to your divorce process. You know, it's really interesting because I think that for most people, divorce is the biggest business deal they're ever going to do in their life. Right. And it's also incredibly emotional. And I've had a lot of people, clients over the years who do deals for a living. That's what they do. Or clients who are married to people who do deals for a living. And, you know, those people will turn to me at the end of the process and say, wow, I've never done a deal like this before because right. this was so much more challenging than doing, you know, a massive deal. Like, you know, if, you know, if I would sort of say what these deals are, you'd be like, wow, they worked on that deal. But this deal, my divorce, it's so personal and it's also complicated. You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And I think that even in the middle of the process, it could feel hard to switch horses. Like I've been working with this attorney. It's not going well in this way or that way, but isn't it going to be just the same somewhere else? And can you address that concern? It's not. Every attorney is just like every divorce is different. Every attorney is different. And there are times, I think one of the biggest sort of mistakes that people make is that they go with the first attorney they meet with or they go with a recommended attorney from a friend who's been through divorce. And it's similar to what I was saying before. That may not be the type of attorney that you need. The sense from what we see on TV, from sometimes situate extreme divorces and high-conflict divorces that we hear about, that everybody needs this attorney who walks into the courtroom and who's just a pit bull, who's out there to get it. They're really going to scare your ex-spouse. They're not going to back down from anything. The negotiation's going to be completely in your favor. That is not the case. And that does not work for everybody. And that also does not work for the majority of divorces, that type of aggressive approach that sets a very negative tone to the divorce process. So although it's not easy, I encourage people to interview attorneys, to sit with an attorney for a free consultation and a consultation. And if something feels off, to use that consultation as an opportunity to also be interviewing the attorney. Ask them the type of questions. Are they the type of attorney that are going to give you updates via phone calls or are they emailers? How does their style of communication work? Is it what you need? So I think it's important for people to realize that the same way that every divorce is different, every divorce professional's approach is also different. So you really have to find the match that works for you on every level. 
And it's okay to interview a few attorneys. It's what you should be doing because the relationship that you will have with your attorney is going to be a very integral piece to how the divorce process goes. You know, it's interesting. A recent guest on the show said that she thought the most important question to ask in the interview with the attorney was, why does the attorney do what he or she does? What do you think about that question? I love that question. I used to love it when clients used to ask me that question. I think it's a very insightful question. And I think that it is a great question. It will give you an insight into the attorney's passion. Why are they doing this? Most of us go into this field because we're really passionate about helping people. If a divorce attorney says to you that they're passionate about helping you win your divorce case, well, you better run away quickly because there is no winning in divorce. Nobody wins in a divorce. And so really asking those type of questions, they're a little bit more, what I like to say, a bit more touchy-feely, but divorce is a touchy-feely process. There are parts of it that are very transactional, but overall, there is an emotional piece to divorce that we all know exists and we need to address. And understanding why the attorney that you're about to embark on your divorce journey with does the work that he or she does, I think is very insightful. Yeah, I think so too. There's a lot about the connection and you really want to feel like that person is it really understands who you are, not just exactly. what, what you what you need. Exactly. Exactly. Well Sonia Carroll from Divorceify, thank you so much for being our guest on Dialogue on Divorce. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Catherine. Thank you so much. This was really a pleasure for me as well. 